Welcome to episode one of Terry Mardi's Mind Camp. My name is Terry Mardi, and I am a former serial entrepreneur. I have lived in three continents for two decades, and I've given up the music and media business to focus on wellness and health. I found a new purpose, living in nature, moving away from cities and toxic environments, to focus within. I believe that my role here is to help others and perhaps offer some insights whilst sharing my own journey. I'm not a qualified doctor, so any medical issues or any health-related science-based issues that I talk about are simply from my own perspective. So that's my disclaimer. I urge you to seek advice from professionals in any respective field, whether it be mental health, physical health, or any other area that I speak about. I practice daily meditation, yoga, although I'm not a professional yogi or qualified in any way, it's just something I do for myself, and I encourage you all to do the same. The aim of Terry Mardi's Mind Camp is a YouTube series and a podcast that weekly focuses on mindfulness in the realm of your mind, your body, and your spirit. And hopefully you can apply this to your whole life. I've seen many benefits, and I'm simply sharing those. I practice mindfulness and meditation on a daily basis, living in nature, in rural areas, within forests and on coastlines, as a nomad, and I want to take a look at the nature both within and the world around us. Before we begin, I just want to let you know that you can find all the information on Desi Circus, and the details will be in the description or the show notes. This week we'll be talking about the differences between stress, anxiety, PTSD and depression. It's a question that comes up a lot and many people want to know more about it, but the information is extensive, although sometimes disjointed. And so I hope to bring you some information that might bring clarity to those areas. Let's start with stress. Stress is your immediate physiological and psychological response to an ongoing situation or task or environmental factors, something going on in your life that's causing some kind of response. It's directly related to your fight or flight response. It's an ancient system that lives within you in every single one of us where we detect some danger and we res our bodies respond, usually with things like adrenaline and such other effects like sweats, cold and hot flushes, etc. The feeling that we get with stress might be uncontrollable. Uh, you may feel like something is going wrong or overwhelming. You might feel like something is too big for you to handle. That you don't have enough control over what is going on. If you feel any of these things, you're possibly feeling stress. Usually, in principle, its stress is directly related to the duration of the task or the situation, meaning 
It's a sense that when the situation that's causing stress ends, or the environment that you're in that's causing you stress is no longer there, so will the stress subside. So you can see when you're stressed that if I just get this thing done, or if I get out of this situation, or if I overcome this task, then at that point my stress will end. That's how stress works. It's very current and it's very present. It talks about the now. It's a response that is all about reacting to things that are perceived to be dangerous or toxic. Like I said, the fight or flight thing is embedded in all of us, so it's not something you can escape. It's just something we have to learn to cope with. Ongoing symptoms of a long period of stress can sometimes be called chronic stress. I've heard some therapists call it hyperstress. But we'll come to that in a second. Now, not all stress is bad. There are some stresses that are actually good. For example, stress is a part of life. We have to accept that. But we have to learn how to cope with it. And good stresses could enrich your life. It could motivate you. It could uh, help you finish a race. Maybe get through that final leg of doing your coursework or finishing a project on time or deadline. Stress kicks in and gives a sense of urgency. However, over a long period of time, it can cause physiological and psychological damage. Stress also exists in fun areas like roller coasters or watching a horror film. And so that's what some people call good stress. Areas of bad stress can affect your mental and physical health. Bad stress makes, feel, makes life feel like you know, it's a drag. Whereas good stress can enrich your life. It could affect, bad stress can affect your memory. It could give you memory problems. You may have constant racing thoughts running through your mind. You may constantly make bad decisions. You may have temper issues ongoing. You, within your, in your stress, you may have a feeling of unhappiness in that current situation. And perhaps it will lead to things like worrying, which we'll talk about. You may also find it hard to relax when you're stressed. And the thing that you're dealing with is too big, and it's almost nauseating in its effect. And that can send you into a loop of overthinking. Typically, our feelings and emotions last around a minute and a half. However, overthinking will send us into a loop. So that minute and a half becomes three minutes, becomes four and a half minutes, furthered by more thought, and etc. etc. It can roll and snowball into ongoing stress, which can, if we're not careful, lead to anxiety. Now, hyperstress, which I mentioned earlier, or chronic stress, is akin, akin to the fight or flight response system, like there's some kind of threat or a enemy, a danger of some sort, like a big monster coming to get you. And that is the task at hand or the environment that you're in. It could be the stress of a deadline, it could be the stress of some work or some demands made in your family or friends situation. It could be very stressful. I know a lot of my friends have stress when it comes to things like marriage or financial issues or perhaps not feeling in like they're doing enough. Now let's talk about anxiety. 
Anxiety is your response to something physiological and psychological just like the stress. The, the difference is, whereas stress is about the present, the thing that you're in right now, anxiety tends to project into the future. It's orientated towards things that haven't happened yet, future threats. Now, although the things haven't happened yet, we somehow, when we are threatened in the future and experience anxiety, people who suffer anxiety will feel like they're pulling that feeling of fear in the future into the present. It's like they're looking into the future and predicting what might possibly happen, although it hasn't happened, and then feeling that feeling now. That's anxiety. The whole future threat thing revolves around an idea of what if. This idea that you're trying to control the future outcomes, more often than not, those outcomes don't happen the way that you imagine. Now the thinking part of anxiety, often called worry, is an overthinking. It's a thinking element attached directly to anxiety. You worry about things that are happening in the future, although you know in your common sense that you cannot control them. Some people aren't aware that they are unable to control them, and simply identifying that you cannot control these things is often helpful. Our bodies Physiological and psychological response is very similar in anxiety as it is to stress. So, all the things I mentioned before, the cold and hot sweats, the adrenaline rush, the headaches, the inability to maybe eat or drink or relax, all those things that happen in stress happen in anxiety. So, we often can't distinguish between the two, but the difference is the tense the past tense, which we'll come on to, the future tense of anxiety, and the present tense of stress. So stress is in the present, anxiety is projecting into the future and anticipating some kind of future threat and bringing that emotion into the now. And now we'll move on to the past tense, which is something called PTSD. PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder is your, again, physiological and psychological response to a past event, usually very specific. It can happen anywhere from your childhood to last week or yesterday. The thing about it though, it's recorded in your memory because it's a past event. We have this thing called a memory that stores information but it's, with PTSD, the way that information is stored causes lots of side effects. It could be something like a breakup, some form of rejection, maybe a traumatic accident, an attack, a mugging, a childhood issue. Or even if you're experiencing someone else go through something, one of your loved ones going through some stressful things or some violent things. Exposure to media and violence can often leave traces of PTSD. Remember, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. It's after, post means after, after the trauma has happened, there's a stress disorder. So there's no order, there's a disorder. There's something going on in our brains, in the memory area. And so we can address these things. 
When we break it down like this, it often is quite helpful. If you've experienced something that shatters your sense of safety, that is traumatic. So for some people watching a movie or a clip online of something, some news that appears which seems to be quite violent or maybe disrupts your whole idea that the world is an organized and safe place, then there is always trauma attached to that, which is why I always say to people, it's important that we're mindful about the way that we ingest not just food and drink or pharmaceuticals or um, holistic medicines or smoking or things like that. We should also be mindful of the things that we ingest through our eyes and our ears, the things that we smell. All of the orifices that we have, we must be mindful of the effect that these things happen to have on us. You see? So again, let's recap quickly. Stress, anxiety, PTSD, and we'll come on to depression. But I'll just recap again. What is stress? Stress is your response to an ongoing situation. Anxiety is your response to a future anticipated future threat. PTSD, some historical event brought into the present with your emotions. And it has to be to do with a disorder of memory. It affects the traumatic experience, uh, the way that that ex experience is recorded in your memory very specifically. It's the relationship between the event itself or the incident and how it's recorded in your memory. Okay? It feels like, to people who have PTSD, it feels like that it's very recent. Now this thing might have happened, this event may have occurred years ago, perhaps even in your childhood, decades ago. But people who recall this, these memories, say that it feels like it's in their face, that it happens very, very recently, like it's happened yesterday. If that feels familiar, then you may be experiencing PTSD. It almost doesn't matter how long ago it happened, it just always feels very current. So it's like we drag it into our um, present time unwillingly, unknowingly sometimes. It's the way that the memory stores it. So that's the disorder element. It's, it's the way that, and the good news is it can be fixed. It can be solved. There is a treatment for it. We'll come to that. Characteristics of PTSD around this time element shouldn't alarm you. If it sends you into a cycle or a loop of stress about why can't I put this behind me, don't go into that loop thinking you can solve it just like that. Be kind to yourself and understand that sometimes we need third-party help. Now there are things we can do for ourselves and over the coming weeks maybe we can do some of those things. I found that meditation helps a great deal. And just understanding, just acknowledging that there is a past which we cannot change, the present where we should be all the time, but we sometimes choose not to because we're projecting into the future or looking into the past. And really getting present is the solution. And that future really is an illusion. How many people really know what's going to happen? And how many times are we right? Coincidentally, some people are right all the time. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you are in control. 
but that's okay. That's okay. Now, depression. Depression relates to the past. Similarly to PTSD, PTSD sufferers often claim not to be able to see a future. When you ask them, they say we can't see a future. But people with depression often state that they can, they can see a future, but that future looks bleak, it looks negative, it looks dark. With depression it can feel like the past looks really negative and bleak. And they tend to focus on negative. Highlighting all the bad things that have happened. It's almost like in depression, the mind wants to edit out the good. It wants to edit out good experiences. It wants to edit out good times. And it wants to highlight and focus on the bad times, the traumatic experiences. The times where we weren't enough, where we were underwhelming. The belittling moments. Equally, in depression, the mind projects into the future all the negative things that might happen. This is where the ability to see the future is different from PTSD. You can see the future when you're depressed, but it looks equally as bad as the way you look at the past. The past feels like it's filled with failure and shortcomings, underachievement, as does the future, that in the future you will underachieve and you will fail. And so therefore the present feels hopeless and helpless. And this just isn't true. Because these are thoughts, and you are not my thoughts. Or rather, you are not your thoughts. So with depression, one of the common problems is that people say, this is who I am. Have you ever felt like that? Instead of realizing that this is not who you are, this is just an edited version of your memory. If you're the kind of person that has said, this is who I am, this is the way I am, this is the way I look at things, I look at things, I'm a realist, then think about, are you editing out all the highlights? Because if you can look back in your past and focus on all the highlights equally to some of the bad things, or even overemphasize some of the good without being delusional, because we have to acknowledge the reality, then we can start to see what is actually happening within us. Like I said, you are not your thoughts. This is not who you are. So depressed people talk about these sort of things. And so that's what depression looks like. So just to focus on and um, go over a recap over the four areas. Stress is our relationship and our response to an ongoing current situation in the now. And we do see an end to that. When the now thing happens to end, so will the stress. It will then too. But right now, stress, stress, stress. If it's ongoing, there is chronic or hyper-stress, and that can be sustained over a period of time and give you all the same symptoms of stress. With PTSD, sorry, I skipped anxiety. With anxiety, there's a future situation occurring, 
that some threat in the imminent or future future is going to be traumatic and therefore you bring those emotions into the present. PTSD is looking at a specific situation in the past and making those feelings felt in the present. And depression is the process, that's an important word, process of editing a version of the past by editing out all of the positive things and focusing on just the negative things and then projecting those negative things into the future, not seeing any good in the future. Okay? So these are the things that you can use to identify the difference between stress, anxiety, PTSD, and depression. Now, it doesn't have to end there. There are treatments. Now let's look at the solutions for what can be changed. In stress, you've got to change either the situation that that's making you feel stressed, or overwhelmed, or small, or not big enough to control, or change the way that you interpret that, the way you perceive that. So that's what stress management or stress relief can do for you. And so you can seek that out. That's actually a thing that Millions of people do. Anxiety, remember, that's the future projection of some future threat, the big monster in the future that's com coming to get you. It's an overestimation of threat. It hasn't actually happened. It's often always, in fact always, is an overestimation of threat. Creating a future catastrophic disaster of some sort and bringing that emotion into the present. So it doesn't really exist. And so that process of response can also be disrupted and uh, we can intervene. And you can do that through all sorts of therapies. And so I recommend you see people for that. With PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, that's the memory of past events and it intrudes into the present. Things like flashbacks or dragging that feeling on from years ago or days ago or weeks ago into the present. And that can be changed too through cognitive therapy or other therapeutic methods using to do with the brain. And you can change the way that the memory structure is organized. You can actually change the memory structure so it's all treatable the way that your brain and the memory reacts to the original event and how your emotions relate to the original event. And that can offer a lot of release. With depression, the treatment for that, we have to acknowledge first of all that good things are edited out of the past and also good things are emitted from our future perception. This is a psychological process. Remember I said the process word is important. So we have to take more control over that process. And it's required to take over that through things like cognitive behavioral therapy so that when we look forwards and look backwards, we can change the way the process of, of the way we're storing information, the way we're editing information in our minds to recall from memory and to project into the future to anticipate goodness. That process can be changed.
That's the good news. So I want to signpost you to some therapists. And so if you have any of these areas, I would urge you to look up you know, cognitive behavioral therapists in your area. Maybe go and see your GP and talk about these things. It's great to talk to your peers and I'm always here to discuss. You can leave comments in the description or leave anonymous messages on Ask FM. You can find all the details in the description of the show notes or simply visit us on Instagram where we do most of our posting, Desi Circus. So, it's all about mindfulness. And we want you to enjoy your lives and get fulfillment from your lives. So I hope you found this first episode useful. My name is Terry Mardi. This has been the first edition of Terry Mardi's Mind Camp. I'm now going to meditate. So breathe with me. Inhale, exhale, get present. You may have seen in this video clip I'm collecting leaves. And I'm doing that to be very present. I'm very aware of my senses. You know, whichever senses are working for you. Most people have five senses. Some people have different senses. Heightened senses. Perhaps if you're blind, then maybe you have a heightened sense of hearing. Maybe you have a heightened sense of touch or smell. Maybe you have a sixth, seventh, eighth, even more senses. Familiarize yourself with those. Sit quietly, presently, and just observe. Often people like to paint or draw or write. They like to do things like exercise. Now, 60 minutes of exercise three times a week can do wonders for your body. It can detox and release all sorts of toxins from your system. It can balance the hormones in your system. It can balance the electrolytes in your system so that you can avoid having any kind of restrictions. I also recommend hydrating yourself. We've got to also focus on our energy balance. You know, through the exercise we can clear our energy channels and if that's a bit out there for you think about things like acupuncture you know there is an acupuncture meridian system which you can look up which focuses on ways that we can release energies in positive ways or tox toxins that can come out and so we can manage these things on a scale of no stress to panic attack we have no stress at one end stress which we've talked about and then anxiety and then we have panic attacks at the extreme end if you find yourself having panic attacks which is where you feel like you have no control over yourself then you must seek help it's okay to talk about these things and this show is about opening up and having these discussions in an open format it doesn't matter if it comes out wrong as long as it comes out and someone can hear you so you can always contact Desi Circus, and I'd be happy to signpost. And if you want to use it, uh, contact me anonymously. Use the Ask FM, ask.fm forward slash Desi Circus. Hope you found this useful, and I'll see you next time. Every Fridays on Instagram, you can release your stress. You can come and join the Instagram live at around 10 p.m. And then on Sundays, I try and release a video, although. Um, I'm in the woods, so perhaps the upload will take a little bit longer. So it should be ready for your Monday mornings. Alright? Peace and love. Love and light. Enjoy.